Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Chunky A, Large and in Charge, from 1989. Uh, <laughs> he's coaching him. He said, look at the camera. Flee, you're running. You'll be a big star. My face isn't right in it. Okay, so get up now, and jump. Get up and jump. This is, get up and jump is the name of the tune. Now, I can't talk as fast as you, but I know you're going to sing the song, and uh, so we might as well get started, right? Right. Red Hot Chili Peppers, get up and jump. <laughs> March 16, 1984, was the television debut of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, appearing on Thick of the Night, a syndicated talk show hosted by Alan Thick. Thick was fresh off of hosting an incredibly popular daytime talk show in Canada. Thick of the Night was intended to be a rival for The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, due to Carson's sinking ratings. In addition to the standard late-night interview segments, the show also featured a mix of stand-up and sketch comedy. There was a cast of regulars who would act in the sketches and work as sidekicks to Thick. Those regulars included Richard Belzer, Gilbert Gottfried, and Arsenio Hall. It didn't exactly end up being competition for The Tonight Show, as the show was canceled after less than a year. One year after that cancellation, Thick was cast in the ABC sitcom Growing Pains. And a year after that, one of the Thick of the Night cast members, Arsenio Hall, got a new job of his own. There he is! Get him! We lost him! No problem. He'll show up again. Right, Egon? Probably. The Real Ghostbusters was an animated TV version of the 1984 blockbuster Ghostbusters. Arsenio Hall was the voice of Winston Zedmore. Ernie Hudson, who'd played Zedmore in the movie has said that he auditioned to voice the character in the animated show, but the role was given to Arsenio. And that was a role he kept until season four, when the series was retitled Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters. But bigger things were coming for Arsenio. There would be some highs and lows along the way. In another attempt to rival The Tonight Show, the Fox Network had introduced The Late Show starring Joan Rivers in 1986. But that didn't last too long either. Rivers and the network executives didn't get along, and she was fired in May of 1987. Shortly after, it was simply renamed The Late Show, and it had rotating guest hosts, including two former Thick of the Night cast members, Richard Belzer and Arsenio Hall. Eventually, Hall was named the permanent replacement host in mid-1987. Fox had originally canceled The Late Show, but executives were shocked at how audiences were responding to Arsenio, so Hall was given a 13-week deal to host the show. Here's Arsenio on that final episode. It's interesting we started the show this way because I've always told everybody, I, I joke and say there's no me without you, but this show truly has been really important because of you because they canceled this show. <laughs> and then um, they gave me 13 weeks. 13 weeks because I can only stay that long. I'm going to do other things. Um, yeah. Those other things were kind of a big deal. He immediately started work on his next project. And on June 29th, 1988, Arsenio officially became 
a movie star. When I look at these contestants for the Miss Black Awareness pageant, I feel good. Apparently, these are the best women queens has to offer. Pick one and let's go home. I want to tear you apart. And your friend, too. Coming to America. Directed by John Landis, Coming to America was a comedy starring Eddie Murphy as the Prince of Zamunda. He travels to the U.S., Queens specifically, with the hopes of finding a woman he can marry. Arsenio Hall stars as his friend Simi, as well as a handful of other minor characters. The reviews were so-so, but it was a hit with audiences. It debuted at number one at the box office, and the film ended up making $128 million in the U.S., the third highest grossing film at the U.S. box office that year, and worldwide it would make just under $290 million. Then, in January of 1989, TV executives once again tried to rival The Tonight Show. From Television City in Hollywood, Chevy Chase, Joan Van Ark, The Judge, Michael Gross, Peter Uberoff, comic Dennis Wolfberg, Pat gets the physical, plus Tom Scott and the band, along with me, Dan Miller, all here tonight on the Pat Sajak Show. Yes, that really happened. But that only lasted for a little more than a year. The Pat Sajak Show had debuted on CBS January 9th, 1989. Less than a week prior, another new late-night talk show debuted. January 3rd, 1989 would be the very first episode of the Arsenio Hall Show. In these United States, on the planet we call Earth, it's the Arsenio Hall Show, starring Arsenio Hall. Tonight, Arsenio welcomes Brooke Shields, Luther Vandross, and Leslie Nielsen. And now, let the party begin. It's Arsenio The show was big with young people of all races. It became known for featuring guests that normally wouldn't have appeared on other talk shows. Please welcome the man known as the ultimate warrior. Let's hear it for Ravishing Rick Rude and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Let's get rowdy for Hot Rod Rowdy Piper. Please welcome the macho man Randy Savage. Okay, so we had a lot of wrestlers on. But also... Odd moments like this. Starting today, you can see him in Friday the 13th, Part 8. Jason takes Manhattan. Please welcome Jason. But much more importantly, the show was featuring a lot of live performances from hip-hop artists. MC Hammer, Tupac, De La Soul, Two Live Crew, and even past Bizarre Album subjects. Who happened to be the fastest rising rap group on the charts? Shaquille O'Neal and Fushnickens! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In these early days of hip-hop, there were some rappers of note that, in addition to their music, were also known for their size. Artists like the Fat Boys and Heavy D. All you need is a glance. If you want to get warm, in my arms you belong. You have a problem, have a solve them up. It can't go wrong. When overweight doubles in the house, the house. The overweight doubles in the house, the house. The overweight doubles in the house. Arsenio took some inspiration from these acts, creating a character. His rowdy, chubby younger brother, Chunky A. In November of 1989... He even appeared as Chunky A on multiple episodes of the Arsenio Hall Show. It was still the 80s, so you know what's coming. In late 1989, Chunky A's Large and in Charge was released on MCA Records. I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise me. The record begins with Ow, which also served as the lead single. The record begins with Ow, which also served as the lead single. The song is an obvious nod to the band Cameo, best known for their 1986 hit, Word Up. Ow even got a music video that features Cameo backstage at one of their shows when suddenly their singer, Larry Blackman, tells their manager, in this case portrayed by actor Charles Fleischer, who was fresh off of voicing Roger Rabbit, that he can't sing. You lost your voice. You better find your voice. I got 20,000 screaming black kids out there. They're going to kill me. Why did I give up Mud Restless? Who's going to sing? Tell me that. Who's going to sing? Chunky. Chunky? Give me Chunky. Oh, man. You can't sing with food in your mouth. <laughs> In 1999, MTV aired a show called 25 Lame, in which comedians John Stewart, Chris Kattan, Janine Garofalo, and Dennis Leary made fun of the lamest videos in MTV history and would destroy the tapes, signifying the last time MTV would air those videos. The video that came in at number one was another bizarre album subject, Don Johnson's Heartbeat. But number two? Chunky A's Ow. Despite that legacy... Ow did make an appearance on the charts, peaking at number 77 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 26 on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart. But nothing made my heart sing, nothing seemed to last. The future looked dim, just like the past. Surprise from the sky, a dream called you. No one's ever rocked me quite the way that you do, but you Up next is the album's title track. Large and in Charge features backing vocals from Vesta Williams, who had six top ten hits of her own on the Billboard R&B charts from the mid-80s to the early 90s. It also features Chucky Booker on keyboards. Three years after this, 
Chucky Booker would write and produce a song for Tales from the Crypt's Crypt Keeper called The Crypt Jam. I did an entire Bizarre Singles episode on The Crypt Jam last year, so become a patron at patreon.com slash bizarre albums to hear all about that one. A rolled up Ferrari for speed. I got a home in Rome that I don't even need. I'm state of the art. You know it's my world. Yo, date tomorrow. Tonight is my world. I'm the future. And you're the past. Don't even think about a fucking too light in the ass. I'm living large and in charge. The album was produced by AZ Groove. He also co-wrote most of the songs with Arsenio and plays most of the instruments. The only other credit under that name is the song Higher and Higher by Howard Huntsbury from the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. Another Ghostbusters connection for Arsenio. AZ Groove is actually Atala Zane Giles who under his real name had credits that include Earth, Wind, and Fire, The Jacksons, Barry White, and Dionne Warwick. Skin soft and smooth like the finest of me. This was the one, so I waved and I winked. She came over to me and said, Chunky, I'm a fan. But believe it or not, the Chunk Man ran cause. Up next is a parody of the Fine Young Cannibal's number one hit from 1989, She Drives Me Crazy. Here, Chunky A has made it, Ho is Lazy. I my fingers to the bone every night, every day. Give me all of my love and all of my pay. And I write the rhymes by my life and time. I got boys, don't fuck, then I pay for got dimes. I work the world over like Trump, I'm paid. Major dreams come true with the coins I made. Yet you lay around the crib, rollers in your head, you don't cook. Watch the change of sheets on the bed. The Sorry was the album's other single, also getting a music video. It didn't fare as well as Ow, peaking at just number 91 on the hot R&B hip-hop songs chart. You've always given me love, baby, and and I feel deep down in my heart that that I kind of walked all over your love. Uh, Let me start at the beginning, like, I'm a Gemini, okay? And that's the sign of the twins. (laughs) And I hate to say it, baby, but one of the twins is scum. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. I'm... <laughs> oh, baby, for all the wrong I've done. <laughs> A lot of crying songs lately on the show. Anyways, Cornelius Mims is a bassist with credits that include Michael Jackson, Ray Parker Jr., and Gladys Knight. He played bass on very high key. The song also features backing vocals from Kevin Dorsey who's also worked with Michael Jackson, as well as Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder. He even provided backing vocals on Whitney Houston's number one platinum single, I Wanna Dance With Somebody. Very High Key begins with the producer telling Chunky to swing it like Prince, and he thinks he'll have success with that Minneapolis thing that's happening right now. Yeah! 
The album closes with Dope, The Big Lie. It's actually somewhat of a sincere anti-drug song. It features several anti-drug spoken word bits from various celebrities like Ice-T, Paula Abdul, KRS-One, Arsenio as himself, and very randomly, Will Wheaton. At the time, Wheaton was one of the stars of Star Trek The Next Generation. In 2002, the AV Club's Nathan Rabin asked Wheaton about his appearance on the album. Wheaton said, quote, Chunky A's good friend Arsenio Hall hooked me up with that whole situation. At the time, Paramount was doing the Arsenio Hall show, and Star Trek was owned by Paramount. So they had me do some promotional things with Arsenio Hall, and they put me on the Chunky A album. End quote. Stupid! Open your mind! Today's subject is dope! Destroying our youth, fat, and crippling their hope! What's wrong with us? Have we lost our minds? I watch the news, and you know what I find. We got preachers selling dope. Largin' in Charge wasn't received well by critics or fans. The album did chart, however, spending 10 weeks total on the charts, peaking at number 71 on the Billboard 200. And it didn't seem to hurt his talk show, which was still less than a year old at the time. The Arsenio Hall show would run until 1994, and even made a comeback in 2013, but it was canceled after just eight months. Before I wrap up, let me circle back to Ghostbusters since it came up multiple times today. On the real Ghostbusters animated series, during those first several seasons when Arsenio was the voice of Zedmore, apparently Bill Murray had seen the show and made a comment to the producers that Lorenzo Music, who provided the voice of Peter Venkman, sounded more like Garfield. Well, that would be because Music was the voice of Garfield. Years later, Bill Murray would be the voice of Garfield in 2004's Garfield the Movie. But back in 1982, when Lorenzo Music was the voice of Garfield, he lended his voice alongside Lou Rawls and Desiree Goyette for an album called Here Comes Garfield. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. <laughs>